Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam, here's Danielle. Hello. It's been a while. I feel so out of practice. I feel so, like we're talking into a microphone. It's been too long, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you did your solo episode, which was awesome. We'll get into that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I haven't been in front of the mic here in like a month. So, all right, I'm, we can do this. I'm ready. Yeah, and I purposely didn't want to record an episode between my solo body image episode and this one because I I wanted to keep the conversation flowing. So we took a few weeks off in between because you couldn't record. You were really busy at work. I was really busy. We were getting, you know, the kids ready for their stuff for this summer. And I was like, you know what? Rather than putting out like a filler episode, I just want (laughs) to keep the conversation going. Thumper is... (laughs) Our cat is trying to drink Adam's drink. He is as nervous about this episode as we are. <laughs> I, we've never recorded with a cat involved in the room. Our he's, dogs, o- he's all over our shit. Our dogs are great. They lay on the floor. Right. They let us record. Mm-hmm. We do our thing. But this cat is everywhere climbing on the audio equipment, the keyboard. And mm-hmm. now he's, he's trying sending to have us drink. a sign. <laughs> he's like, don't do this episode. Right. Turn back now. All right, so we don't want to get into all the shit over the last month, or do we? No, we're going to do an episode about that. We are. Yeah. Okay. A hundred, absolutely. Right. Wow. I'm ready for that one, like, immediately. Yeah, we'll do that next. Okay. All right, so then we will just go, we'll dive right in. <laughs> I, I want to say a few things. I want to okay. say, um, and then I really do want to try to let you talk mostly, because I think I said most of what I had to say you are witness that I have zero notes in front of me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen this happen before? No, no usually so you can't doodle, right? You can't. Oh yeah, I can't doodle. <laughs> no, but seriously, I have nothing. But I, I need to be here to represent, right? A lot of people said now you need to let Adam do a solo episode about this, and I was like, Adam is never going to do. They want me to do a solo episode about this. Correct. All right. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I would love him to. Trust me, he will not. So um, I I do feel like I need to represent because there's the amount of responses we got to this episode was astronomical. The, the attention that it got shows that this conversation is not happening nearly enough. Right. And I want this to be a conversation. I don't want this to be me just talking and telling my feelings and thoughts of, you know, about everything. That's going to be hard because I have no notes. <laughs> you don't need notes. Okay. You, right. you had notes. You did it. Yeah, you know? I've lived it. You, <laughs> I right. have lived it. All right. Let's start off by talking about your episode that you did. And by the way, um, I know doing a solo, actually, I don't know, but doing a solo episode must be tough. You really did a great job on your own. I was impressed. Thank I realized you. I had plenty of time to listen to it, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. in that episode. You said we will. 
Um, but I was I was very impressed that you were able to do that by yourself because I don't know if I, I haven't done a solo and I don't know if I could. I feel like I need the banter and the feedback. It was very cathartic to do it because there are so many things that I've wanted to say to you, to people. You know, I have so many feelings about all of this. Mm-hmm. Just recently, I mean, recently I've been confident enough to say it, right? It's something that I've thought about for a long time. However, when you first listened, my thoughts after you responded to the episode were this. The way you you talked about it was you thought it was really well thought out, really well planned, really really great content, but you didn't actually agree with a lot of what I said. That was the first okay. reaction to what... like that I said that? No, you basically, after you were like, yeah, it was, it was really good. It was a good episode. You know, it was very, you know, you had a lot of good content and everything. However, your response made me think, oh, he thinks it was well formatted, right? Like very right. organized and everything. However, the content he did not agree with. Okay, that's probably not so much true, but that was, you know, 20 minutes after I listened to it and I've had way more time right. to Right, something changed. It. Something changed in you yeah. the other night. Uh, what do you mean? I don't know. All of a sudden, you went from, I think, wanting to sort of argue about it and debate your points to, yeah, I'm kind of on board with what you had to say. And that's what I'm worried about. I don't want you to just dish out what you think we want to hear this episode. I want it to be honest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what was that look for? Because I have no idea what's coming. <laughs> I, don't, I Don't be so, like, I don't know what you think I'm going to say or you think I think. That's the like, whole problem. Right. I have no idea. Okay, so fine. We'll get into it, right? So I've had time to digest your episode and think about everything that you were saying, which I, I loved the episode again. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. Um, but I really, like, after seeing the feedback that we got from it, I haven't seen everything. I've seen a few things come through, but... It's an obviously needed thing that you put out there. Many people are feeling the same way you are and are needing somebody to say it, which which is what you did. And I completely love and respect the fact that you did that and the way that you did it, which I thought was amazing. And I'm not the first person by any means to do an episode like no, this. No, 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 of course. Right, but but I was very careful in the fact that like, You know, I spoke to my sister after who's really an amazing advocate in all of this body image stuff and she does intuitive eating and she's, you know, she is just an incredible force behind this movement. And I, and I, you know, I said to her like, look, I, you are so incredible in all of this. I needed to not talk to anybody, ask anybody advice or anything like that before Mm -hmm. I did this episode. I needed it to just come from me. Okay. And um, you know, and and she is so incredible in all of this and I I I worship her in so many ways about all of this that I just needed her to know that um I couldn't I couldn't have that kind of feedback going into it. I needed to just say what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's where my hesitancies were and if I'm being honest, I'm just throwing it out there which you and I haven't discussed yet. My initial reaction to this before I listened to your episode was like, I really hope this is not just becoming an excuse or whatever about laziness or being like, oh, you know, we always joke about, you know, 
you're so comfortable about getting older. I am not. You know, we've had that debate before. And I was hoping this wasn't going to be something, because that would upset me. If this was something like, well, I'm 44, I'm going to be 45 this year, and I've done my time, it's time to just relax and be like, no, like that's not Danielle, that's not you. You know, so if that was the excuse, if that was the reason, that was going to upset me. I was going to be really upset about that. Well, what part of that ex- upsets you? I think you should say more because okay. the, saying just that is problematic in my mind. Okay. So talk, so, talk more about right. that. So you, you know, that's not been you since I've known you. You're a marathon runner, which pissed me off on its own end, by the way, which we've <laughs> talked about too, because you were so intent not intent, so intense about you know, the marathon running and you know the time that you needed and all that shit. So whatever. But you were always like get up and go and like being busy and doing things. And I, I, I didn't want that to change. I'm not saying marathons. I'm saying you who you are and who, who you've always been. I, I don't want, I, I, was, I was nervous that you were just going to, you know, use this as an excuse to say, okay, well, I'm at an age where I don't want to be like that anymore. You were worried that I was going to turn to my mom. I'm not saying that. I love your mother. Look, my mom, anybody who knows Linda loves Linda. She's fucking fantastic. I love her. She will be the first to say, just like her mom. Okay. What her mom used to say, my bubby used to say, when I die, don't feel bad for me. Sleeping is my favorite thing okay. to do. All right, fine. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and we love Linda. She's incredible. I love her yes. so much. I, I, I don't even want to have a bad thought in right. any way. But, but, she, but yes. she, she does. She loves her bed. She loves her yeah. sleep, which is, listen, she raised her kid. I do think in some ways, yes, she's done her dues. She's, you know, I feel bad that she doesn't want to do more because here she is, you know, almost 80 years old and she is healthy and energetic and whatever. But I also have to respect the fact that she is who she is. Um, I have a real, real problem with the word lazy. Me too. No, with the way you're using it in a negative context. That okay. I think you associate, as you always have, rest with laziness. Yes. In the past, I agree with you. Not in the last so many years. Okay. Have I in any but, way indicated to you that I am going to be, quote unquote, in your in your mind, lazy in life? Uh, no. Okay. I just was hoping it wasn't turning into that, that that's what was coming. And it's turning into that... The, the physical stuff that I do is going to be the joyous stuff that I want to do. Correct. Right. And I learned that after listening to your episode. Okay. Why? That's not okay. I think I, you don't need to listen to an episode to know that. I take the dogs every morning to the Absolutely. park. Absolutely. Oh, I, no, no. You do all the things and you're, you're so on top of the kids and you're so proactive in everything that they do. And I, I, I just didn't listen. Um, these are just thoughts. No, that I'm so happy you're being honest. Yeah, I can't I mean, tell you how much. I, listen, you, you're what you're saying is so real, right? I think that that is so much of what people think, and we are a we are a capitalistic society, right? In that we have been programmed that if we are not doing, we are failing. Right. Yeah. It's to a like ridiculous extent Correct. at this point now yeah i, I agree uh, and that. i think especially women because you have your role set out right you go to work you you leave the house at eight o'clock in the morning you come home at seven fifteen. your day is laid out for you 
as many women who work also. I'm not saying not women. But for those of us who have been stay-at-home moms or work from home or, you know, have these sort of amorphous, not as structured existences, we are bending over backwards to prove that we are, in fact, not lazy. And so we are, in some ways... um, overcompensating for the fact that we do not want you know like if you walk in in the middle of the day sometimes and I'm laying on the couch I'm like oh fuck <laughs> oh, listen I know when I get home what like uh, at the time like I know when I get home you know when I get home right and as soon as I walk in the door and I see you like in the kitchen and you're cleaning and you're like I know that happened 10 minutes before I got home but you the, know but the thing is is that you know that is the whole like I'm so sick of that shit like I don't want to have to like feel guilty for laying down in the middle of the day our son is away and you know he's three hours behind us I'm up at two in the morning Mm -hmm. checking to see if he's texting us you are not correct so you know everybody's on a different schedule everybody uh you know has a different capacity for how much rest they need and you know some people need more rest and can't get it I get that but well I was gonna say that too like Thankfully and luckily, you have the opportunity to be able to do that because many people who need it can't. I have the opportunity to do it, but I'm also up at three in the morning Correct. working. No, no, no. I understand. Right. No, I'm on your side here on this one. Like, I get it. When I, in the last, I don't know how many years, I, I wasn't thinking, you know, the laziness part of this whole thing was like resting for an hour during the day or, you know, whatever it is. Because when I, when I have time, I rest now. Mm-hmm. I didn't used to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I get it. Right. But I think the word laziness is very problematic. I think resting is, is right. And I wasn't equating the two. Okay. Uh, What I say lazy, like I'm never going to be active. I'm like all the things that you do. I was, I was nervous that that wasn't going to continue. All those things, all taken care of. Like, I didn't, I don't know. Did I really think that was going to happen? Probably not. Like, I'm just, Listen, I, I'm being I, uh, no honest. You're, absolutely, I'm a hundred percent. I'm trying to, you know, great. But it, I, it I do thought, think that the thought, the really thought of laziness th- has been. Did I really think it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it's a thought that just comes into your mind when you think about these things. That's all. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. like no, I don't see you in that way. I don't think I ever will see you in that way. And I pray that that never happens because that's not you. That's not who I love. Like that, you are that person that does all those amazing things. And I, I you know, it just maybe popped into my head one day, like, I hope that's not part of this, you know, like the reasoning behind all this until again, I listened to your episode and understood everything about it. Okay. Why? No, no, I still don't think you should have had to listen to my episode. I don't think I lived that way, but I do think that I I have changed my ideas of what is worthy of my time and energy and what isn't. Correct. Okay. And how do I know that that wouldn't be part of it at some point? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there was, by the way, one part of uh, the episode that I really did love that you were talking about um, ch- changing the phrase "letting yourself go." Mm-hmm. I loved it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I really did. Like, it makes no sense. Like, oh, you look at somebody who who you say they let themselves go. Either they gained weight or they did whatever. Like, whatever happened. But, you know, the way you said it, letting yourself go from what's expected of you and what you're supposed to be and what, you know, to fit in in society and all those things, like that makes more sense to me. 
Mm-hmm. I really loved that. I just Thank I wanted you. to throw that in there. Yeah, there's That's a all. freedom element of it. Right. Was there anything else in the episode that like that hit you that you didn't expect or think about before? No, I mean that but but that right there did a lot for me that letting yourself go part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that opened up my eyes and, you know, my mind, you know, immensely. Like that was the biggest my biggest takeaway from the episode. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Oh, you don't have anything. You Wait, don't have what? a paper in front yeah, of you. Yeah, no. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. So you also asked me about the role of body image and thinness in my house when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to talk about this, huh? Well, and, and the laziness factor, I think, too, goes into that. Yeah. Because, I, yeah, I, I don't. Well, all right, why don't you explain and I'll react. What do you mean by that? I don't feel like I should explain because <laughs> it's not my family and I don't want anybody well, to get pissed off at me. I just, you just had to say, I don't want you to turn into your mother. So that's kind of okay. equal. Yeah. Look, since we've been together, there has been a definite double standard, I think, in how men should look versus how women should look. Right. I, I, I think that you have always looked. The second question you ever asked me when we were, started dating again, when we were on instant messenger on AOL was how much do you weigh? Right. That was the second question you asked me. And that has stayed with me always. Okay. Um, I I obviously was very thin. Do you want me to react to that or? No, I get it. I get it. I think that's okay. Okay. Right now, all, everybody uses dating apps. You get to see and people swipe when they're not satisfied with the way that people look. Right. That's what that's what these apps are all about. Seeing somebody, your first initial impression of what they look like. And you swipe one way if you like them and you swipe the other way if you don't. But you knew me already. Oh, come on. What do you mean? I knew you. I knew you from high school for two weeks. Okay, but so you were worried that I had, you know, completely like. No, of course not. But I think that's a fair question. That was the the first thing in your mind. Right. No, it's the second thing. Right. You said it was the second question. Yeah. You asked asked like, how are you? How much (laughs) do you weigh? But that was very indicative to me, and rightfully so, because it has been a very important thing. Listen, it's been an important thing to me, too. I'm not just saying you. I have been 100% obsessed with weight and my body and all of this stuff over the years. But growing up, but you also had said to me at one point, you know, with your dad, like, oh, yeah, he he just has that dad stomach, that dad body. That's okay. You know, when we were talking about like men's bodies versus women's bodies when we were first dating. Okay. And that was a red flag to me. Like, okay, that is not what, like, why? Why is that one thing or another? Like, why is he giving his dad an excuse? And I mean, your mom has always looked fantastic. So I, you know, I get that. But I just, I've known since I met you that this was going to be an ongoing issue in our relationship. That I was going to have to work very hard to try and keep you happy with my physical appearance. But I am not just singling out Adam. I know that it's not just you. I know that's not just you because I have thousands of messages in my phone and on Instagram and on our email and everything with people saying the same thing, with women especially saying the same thing. So I am not, I am not saying this is just an Adam thing. You know, you were, I am saying, you know, that as, as my mentality progressed about it all, 
I knew that your mentality wasn't progressing it about it all. So we were moving at different speeds. And at one point it was as important to me as it was to you. It is no longer as important to me. You're saying thinness, right? Thinness. That's it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm only talking about body image and thinness. You know, that, that, that the something about size and how big I am is very triggering. Okay. All right. I, I mean, this kind of leads to a little bit because I want to get into my stuff too, mm-hmm. which relates to this completely and, you know, but on a, on a different level, like on a different like and the complete opposite. Right. Right. So, cause you know, should we take a break first? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. All right. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right. So I wanted to get into a little bit about my situation, how I feel, you know, I hope this is not going to be a very unpopular opinion here or thought of mine or the way that I feel, but I have the exact opposite issues of the, everything that you're talking about. Okay. I've had self awareness, body issues my entire life. Like, you know, I was 10, 15 percentile in height and weight my whole life, you know, as a child. And, you know, when I hit, I remember it was like the summer after seventh grade and I hit this growth spurt and I was taller than most of my friends. I couldn't believe it. And then that stopped and, you know, everybody else started, you know, kept growing and I did, you know, whatever. Right. So I've always had this anxiety about myself and my own body of, well, I think I weigh less than most people. I am a bit shorter than, you know, I'm probably average to under average in height and weight and all that stuff still today. And I, I started working out so hard in my twenties, I think, because Number one, it made me feel great. I, I enjoyed it and I loved it. And it got my body to a point where I can look in the mirror and feel good about myself. I think on this, I don't know if how to equate this to, it's like the opposite. Like you feel so good about yourself now, right? Like I'm, tr- I'm trying. Right. I'm trying. So it's it's the opposite. Like I need to work out. I need to eat better. I need to do all those things. Like I have to work so hard just to feel good you know, and feel comfortable. I haven't worked out in a month. I couldn't, I've had no time. I hate the fucking way that I look right now. I feel like I look so skinny. I feel like I, I, I just don't feel good about myself. And that's how I get. Like if I don't keep up with the regimen, I feel like shit about myself. So it's kind, it's kind of the same, but it's kind of the opposite. Does that make sense? <laughs> you know? So I have to work so hard on myself just to feel comfortable in my own skin. And, you know, like, I don't, I don't just, I don't just, ha- you know, I, I, I keep using, you know, this phrase, let myself go, which means don't work out, don't eat healthy, don't, you know, just, just live day by, you know, I don't feel like I have to do those things. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of it. <laughs> that's not, that's, no, I, mean, I know you feel like that, and I know you've always felt I, like that. I know that. it pisses people off. I get it. Like, I understand, but that's not fucking fair. You know, like, people struggle so hard to maintain and lose weight. I am the opposite. But basically what you're saying is this is how society tells me I have to look, and so I'm going to bust my ass and do whatever I no, can. No, I don't give a shit about society. I think that's It's how I feel about myself. I don't agree with that. Really? Yeah. I think Why? Because I think if, if society didn't care and you didn't feel like you were comparing yourself to other people, you wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Right. Yeah. And you are not of the same. Look, I am trying to do the work to not do that. My life right now, I have two teenagers and, uh, and about to be tween. We have a business. I have all these fucking animals in my house now. I, you know, I have friends who I didn't get to see for two years because of the pandemic who I want to make up time with. Like, I have all these things. And and I don't want to feel like I am using my time for something that ultimately doesn't mean shit. Right. So the difference here is, is what I, I just said before, if you could stop doing those things and caring about that stuff, you're going to feel good about yourself. But that's what I'm saying. I can't. No, you could if you did the same kind of work that I am doing. If you listened to people, if you followed accounts that, that did that, if you talked to me, if you talked to other people, like literally there is nobody on this planet who says Adam Silverstein is so fucking cool. He keeps himself in such good shape. I'm going to say something very personal. And if you are related to us or you are uncomfortable with sex talk or whatever, I want you to skip ahead right now. But we have been going through some shit. I'm going to cry with our kids, Mm -hmm. with life, not you and me. Mm -hmm. You and me, I think, have been great. Mm -hmm. It has been extremely hard. Which is what we said in the beginning. Well, we're gonna and we're going to do an episode yeah. about it. But you have stepped up to the plate and been so fantastic through it all. About a week ago, we had what I thought was the best sex we've had in like a long time. <laughs> right? I agree. It was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. I loved every second of that not for one second was i like like i was feeling you and everything and not for one second was i like oh i wish his muscles were bigger oh he's so small oh he i was literally like oh my god i am so in love with him he turns me on so much right so it's it's all the other stuff that like like when you when you were working out like crazy and we would have sex i felt like there was like a selfishness in it on your part and i'm not I'm not saying at all like, oh, people are in great shape or selfish when they're having sex or whatever. I'm talking about our relationship, right? Like it was very much physically motivated for a long time when I was doing marathons and you were mm-hmm. working out and your stuff. And I'm, I'm only talking about our experience. I'm not saying about anybody else. However, I don't, I did not feel the same kind of pleasure and release and um, genuine emotional connection that I felt the other night. Right. But you know what's funny? I I never thought about this before. I don't think our sex has ever been better than when we we both stopped doing those things. That's right. 
<laughs> you know? And, uh, okay, so I'm going to ask you the same question. Okay. Because this is something that's always on my mind. And I don't like to have sex with the lights on. And I don't like to have sex, you know, in the morning or whatever. Was there a part of you during that, please be honest, mm-hmm. that was like, oh, shit. Like, she's big. But, all right, first of all, you're not. Okay, but what I'm saying, <laughs> okay, okay I, whatever it is, I'm just saying, was that anywhere in your mind I during even- all thinking about right. any of that. And that is what we as women don't know. You know what I mean? Like we are so I mean, you know that, right? Yeah, that you could tell. Well, I was enjoying it very much in the moment, but there was also a part of me that was like, okay, well the lights are out and, you know, all this stuff that like I don't know if I would still be comfortable with. However, in that moment, I know in my mind I was like we are a team. We are partners. We have gone through some shit together this past month. And this feels awesome. Mm-hmm. And we just connected on a level that like, you know, sometimes we have great sex because it's crazy. And sometimes we have great sex because it's a, like all different reasons. But this felt different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was more of a we're going through some shit. Not you and me, like you right, just said. Right. In, in our in little our life. lives. Yes. Right. But this is just let's forget all that. And just connect you and I. Well, and also the fact that I had been so fucking turned on about the fact that you were doing, you were so involved with everything, mm-hmm. right? I had a true partner. You know, you were picking up the slack that I couldn't do and taking on the emotional toll that, you know, I couldn't. And that is something that has changed very much in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I value that so much that I was literally like, you know, look, I always think you're handsome. I always think you're, you know, a good looking guy. I'm always like, wow, you know, you walk into a room and I'm like, oh my God, he's such a good looking guy. Like I always value all of that, but it doesn't turn me on in the same way that, and you know, I think you're like, I'm not saying you're, I'm saying, I think you're good looking, just like, I love you. And I think you're good looking, even though you get compliments left and right from everybody. But what I'm saying is. Really? <laughs> you do. Mia's friend was over the other day. She thought you were her brother. Is that a compliment? See, to me, it's not. It's like, oh, I don't look like a man. Like oh, I look like a child. Right. You know, like, Okay. I don't think of it like that. Right? That's how I think of I it. I get that. Right. But. Yeah, in my mind, it's like, oh, okay, I haven't gotten carded since like 1972, but he's like getting... If you were born in 77. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, as women, we don't know when we're having sex. Like, what are you focusing on? And we can't really... Re- like, I had such a release that night because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but because that's what I need from you to be turned on. Right. Like that to me is so important. And and when I see you helping with the kids or when I see how you are with the animals and everything, like I am like, God damn, like he is my partner. Right. And that's one thing that I was saying during the episode is like we have been through so much together. We have this energy together. We have this fun together. We have all of these things and then sometimes like I'm in the bedroom and I'm like, okay, well, I don't want the lights on and I got to I, I don't want to. You know, I I don't want him to touch my stomach. And like, I think we have an unspoken rule of like, you don't like put your hands on my stomach. Not your fault. I think my fault, you know, like there are certain places that you don't really touch that maybe we don't even realize because I am very, I probably don't let you. Yeah, but that, but it was never that way. 
Has that ch- like that that I ever put my hands on your stomach? But that's what or, I'm saying you know, because I think even when I was in the best shape of my life, I was still insecure about my stomach. Okay. I, so there were still like places that were place. off limits that were like, you know, like touch my boobs all you want because I'm very secure about my boobs. Oh, or touch yeah, you my are. butt, my boobs all you want. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like there were the these places are okay, these places are not okay. Okay. That's you know, funny because I never even thought about that. Like mm-hmm. it, it, I I guess it was an unspoken rule or whatever, but it wasn't a rule. It was never discussed. It was never like, we just didn't do that. Even like you said, in the best shape of both of our lives, it just didn't happen. No, because I was never satisfied with myself. It never mattered. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that was just to me a very telling moment of look, you know, I'm bigger than I've been in a long time. I am, you know, I'm not, I'm not firm. I'm not, you know, all of these things. And yet I felt like we had better sex than we had in months. Yeah. And by the way, I know like we haven't been physical for quite some time. I, you know, I've just been way too busy and haven't had a thought or. Or if we have, it was just like a means to an end. Fine. Like, but even maybe it was even a month, you know, Mm -hmm. since yeah, I I just wasn't there. I'm just too busy. You're too busy. You know, and then I finally, like, I took this week off. I finally have some time, you know, and I can free my mind and think it. So we we went out to dinner last week, and we, we took the Uber there, and I even, you know, like, I touched your leg, and I rubbed your leg in the Uber. And then when I got, we got out of the car, I, t- I held your hand, and you gave me a look like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what's what's this about? You know? And I was trying, like, for, for, number, for two reasons. Number one, I just wanted to touch you, because I haven't in so long. And number two, it's just like, I want you to know, like, I'm attracted to you. You know, like it was uh, on both of those levels. And I got shot. I got shut down. Shot down. Shut down. Shut down. You shut me down. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, OK, sorry, I, I won't touch you. Well, so like, that was kind of weird to me. I think that it was because it came out of nowhere. Right. Like it was very much like, oh, I'm in the car with her. We're on a date. I should do this. Right. So to me, it was, oh, it's been so long. We're on a date. I want to do this. But there's nothing in the meantime between those two things to say. Like when you and I text each other during the day when you're at work or like, oh, I love you or I wish we could be together or, you know, or the opposite. Like, you know, did you take out the trash? Did you like all those things? (laughs) But there's not a lot of like romantic talk. Right. There's not a lot of like, oh but my God, no, your body is so... Yeah, but there's a reason for that. And it's, we're just both too entrenched in reality right now where that's not even... I don't think so. I think, I think the fact, I said in the beginning of the episode, I don't know how Adam feels about my body. But it doesn't matter because we, we both... You're not go, you're you're not going to be going through what you go through on a daily basis with the kids or the house or the work or the whatever and me and working nonstop and and you don't you're not you don't just stop for a second and say oh let me tell you how I feel about your body or you know it's just not you're not thinking that way you're why not, why why can't we do that I'm not saying we can't I'm saying we don't right but I don't think that's good yeah but are you 
Could you do that? Sure. Really? Could you get a a, a, a call from the kid from one of our kids who's having a bad day, and then two minutes later text me and be like, "Oh, I love your body." No, like I love. No, but not that's, like but that. But it's all day for both of us. You know, those are our days recently, and that's mm-hmm. what's happening. But it's not just recently. This has been an ongoing thing. This because is our not... kids are fucking tough. Okay, that's I why. understand that, but no, that is not why. That is not why we have gone into a complacent pattern of. We're married. We love each other. You know, we we love to be together and everything like that. But we don't really need to, you know. Wrong. I com- I think you're completely wrong. And I think that goes back to my laziness thing before where I call it complacent or lazy or whatever. Like, that's what I don't want to happen. But we have let it happen as far as our communication with each other on a daily basis I think goes. it's just because of our lives in this present time. It's too fucking complicated. It's too much. We're both stressed out to, you know, the nth degree. It's, we're not thinking, oh, let me text you and say, you know, I'm thinking about your body or what, like, it's just not even a conscious thought. Okay, then I'm going to say something else. Please. The other night, we went out on a date, like you said. We were leaving the house, and your compliment to me was, oh, I like that color. On you. No, you didn't say that. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You oh, said, yeah, no, that color looks great on you is what I said. No, you said, I, I really like that color. On you. No. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter anyway. It's still a shitty fucking compliment. I like that color. What the fuck? Okay, great. No, it's... I Our think, dog could wear that color and be like, oh, I like that color. No, because I said on you. I think that you no. look incredible in that color. Like, there are a thousand better compliments you could have given me. A thousand. Right, but but... And my thought is, oh, he's not saying it because he doesn't think it. Right. But so, right. It was the same night where I was touching you and trying to show it. Right. Because I was like, oh, he likes this color. Here, take this fucking shirt and masturbate with it. Uh, like What? Like, there, I don't care that you like the color. I, I want to hear. Say some- it. You didn't say anything to me that night. All I said to you was on our way out to the car was that color looks great on you or whatever I said. It wasn't just. I like that color. It's a shitty compliment. Fine. So on the way, I didn't know that you felt that way, but step two was I'm going to touch you. I'm going to, you know, rub, rub, you know, my hand against your leg (laughs) or hold your hands on the way to dinner. Like, I don't think you're giving me enough credit on that one. Like I was trying to connect with you and tell you how great you looked in that shirt and then touch you along the way to dinner. Well, I'm interested then to hear what other people think because I feel like in order for me to like, I felt like there was part of it that was very forced and contrived. And the reason I felt like that is because I don't hear anything else from you the rest of the time, right? Like I never get any other sense of, oh, wow, he's turned on by me or he wants to be with me or, you know, I'm his woman or I'm his person or like, I know I'm your person that a hundred percent. I know, I know we are, you, you love me to death. I know that. But from the physical aspect of it, I have always known that size is very important to you. And I have strayed from that. I think maybe that was a long time ago. No. Why? What? Who? Who am I? Like, what am I doing or saying or looking at or whatever? Maybe it's what you're not doing or saying. Maybe that's most of it. I think that with weight and with body image, we have a lot of fights as couples, right? Like, 
you and I have we fight about finances, right? That's very obvious. Credit card bill comes. Danielle, you spend too much fucking money on the credit card bill. Okay, we need to fight about it. You know. <laughs> yeah, just brush that off. Like no, no, no. Nothing. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a very it's a very um, tangible fight, right? right? Like it's a very, here we go. It's too much money. We can't do this. We can't afford this. The domestic labor. You were supposed to, you know, why couldn't you ask to help with this? Why couldn't you? It's very... It's there. It's real, right? Like we are very much right. You can touch it. You, it's there. Yeah, like you can, yeah, yeah. Like there are actual it. things. Right. I think physical frustration and physical, you know, thoughts are the unspoken. Are, are a lot of times the unspoken. Uh, what's the word? Don't ask me for words. Frustration in a relationship. Right. I think that we don't talk about it. Um, I think we let time pass and not say anything because we're afraid to say anything. Um, I sometimes I know I do not compliment you enough. I know I do not. A hundred percent. I was getting there, too. By yeah. The way. No, I know. You're absolutely yeah. right. However, I think some of it is because I feel like, number one, everybody, you know, everybody always says how young you look, which I get now wait, that you said that to you is not a compliment. Right. Also, your eyes and your, you know, the, I know girls have told you how good looking you are and whatever. Like, I don't get those compliments. And sometimes I'm like, well, if I pump him up, then all he's realizing is how much better looking and more in shape and everything he is than me. Mm-hmm. And that is fucked up on my part. Mm-hmm. But, no, it, but I understand what you're saying. Right. But I'm also sort of like wait a minute, I'm not getting that hype anywhere else. Like, I get a lot like, oh, you have a great vibe or, you know, you're, you're like, I get compliments. Uh, you get a lot I of do, I do. And you I, know people love you. No, I do. I, I, I'm not saying I don't. It's different. It's a, uh, no, I understand. Right. I get it. Right. Yeah. And And I think a lot of times with guys, you know, a lot of the stuff that we go through, like, like you said about the dad bod 20 years ago, it's still true. The dad bod is now cool because TikTok made it cool or Instagram made it cool. Gray hair on men. Very cool. Like, but I, I never said any of that stuff, by the way. What do you mean? The, the dad bod or gray hair or any of that. Like, I, that wasn't something I said to you. That was Yeah, like, you said that about your dad one time. That was probably... How, how, I don't even remember. Okay, it, but this is all. all stuff that stayed with me because there isn't the other side of it. You're never like... It would be, I totally would get if you want, you know, like if you felt like after having kids or whatever that you couldn't maintain or, you know, like, so that's what you remember when you're not hearing the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, wanna, I also know. Okay. Sorry. And then we can go to break. Yeah. But no, I feel I like I'm, so I'm supposed to be talking. I'm talking. I so kind of want to get into that a little bit about my past and the way I think that I was feeling and acting the way I was. Okay. Has a lot to do with this. All right, let's take another break. I want to get into that. And is that okay? Yeah, of course. We'll be right back. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yeah, so like I said before, you know, I was always, you know, a little bit shorter, a little bit skinnier, a little bit whatever. So, like, I I needed to do something to compensate for the way I was feeling. So, I'm sure you'll remember in the beginning when we first met again, I was always trying to be bigger than everybody, right? Like, you would come over and I would hand you hundreds at the casino and be like, go play or what, like, you know, working out to try to be You can still bigger. do that. I will not. I <laughs> will be like, okay. You know, watching the mafia movies and wanting to be those kind of guys. You know, like I came from, you know, wanting to do those things just because I, there's nothing, I can't work out and get taller. You know, I can't even, I'm sorry, this is going to be unpopular again, but I couldn't eat more and get bigger. It didn't happen for me. You know, so I think the way that I was acting back then and w- being the person that I was trying so hard to be was just coming out as like this big tough guy kind of thing. Like I just said, those mafia movies, like, you know, the Ray Liotas and the Joe Pesci's and, you know, like that's who I wanted to try to emulate, to try to be because I knew I deep down inside, I wasn't right. Don't you remember me kind of that way or, I'm not sure. No, you don't I, think that makes sense. I thought you would have been like, oh, yeah, fuck, here's why. Because- well, no, I do think that, like, there were definitely some compensating, obviously, like the house, the huge house that we had to buy and everything like that. But I didn't think that was so much of body image as, like, feeling like you needed to compete with your parents and everything. That's more what I thought that was. Um, maybe. But, uh, yeah. no, I think most of it was just trying to compensate for who I felt I was right. and who I felt I wanted to no, be. No, listen, I do think that you've always had a, a self consciousness about your physical appearance which is so weird because i do think that you get like a, an insane amount of compliments and people constantly yeah, telling I you i do you do but, but they don't they, they don't resonate with me they don't make me feel how i want to feel it's like oh you it happens all the time i have people who come into the store and they're like i thought you were 25 and didn't have a 17 year old daughter you know like and i don't look and at to it to me i would be like oh tell me more right and to me it's like oh Mm-hmm. You think I'm a child, you know, like mm. you think like I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, a man. I sometimes think to myself that it has been like it because you have that insecurity that I need to shrink myself and be smaller in order to like make you feel. Yeah, but you're acting like you're saying that you're. You were doing all those things for me. A lot that, of times but, I was. But it was way before me that you felt this way. So it's not. What do you mean? Like you said, as a kid, you were always trying to be thin, trying to be fit, trying to be, you know, before you. Well, I guess I'm talking other. about more recently. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's more recent, probably, that I feel sort of like I wonder how much of it has to do with the fact that, like, he doesn't want to walk into a room and have a bigger girl than him walking with him. Okay. No. All okay. right. No, but in but your see, episode. This is good that we're all, we're talking about all of this yeah. because these are all things that I have thought, 
that, you know what I mean, that we don't communicate about because, again, I think this is the unspoken issue. Okay. That we don't, that a part of me is like, oh, well, he hates that I'm bigger because it makes him feel smaller or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I also think that a lot of it has to do with like, you know, we are in a community where there are a lot of the girls are really thin. We have, you know, there they are. It is an obsession around us, I'm, as I'm sure a lot of communities are. Uh, you know, a lot of my friends are in incredible shape and they, you know, they do. And I do wonder to myself sometimes if he thinks to my, himself like, oh, everybody else, all the other women can do it. Why can't she? No, but by the way, this brings up a good point. That's okay, too, if that's what makes them happy. That's what I said in my episode. Uh, If it genuinely, if you're genuinely doing it because it makes you happy, I question that a lot of times. So can you explain to me, because I know nothing about pop culture, so explain to me if I'm wrong thinking this way. Like, I, I don't want this to get too far to a point which is like Adele, right? She she was a bigger woman. Mm-hmm. She lost a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. And I think because she wanted to and felt good about herself and the backlash that she got on social media was intense. How could you do this? Why could oh, you? I, I don't know that. I just th- oh, know yeah. people saying she looks so great. No. If so many people came out were like, you know, why are you hmm. doing this? Who do you like? Like thin shaming. And I, that's not okay. As long no, as she's I think, doing it because she wants to. I am of the belief that we need to just stop fucking commenting on people's bodies. Correct. Uh, in all in capacities. A hundred percent. However, I really a hundred percent do want people to be doing things because it makes them feel good. Right. Like I and said, like I, said. I think running yourself into the ground. Let's think about that. Right. Like I said before, I do it for myself because it makes me feel good about myself. But you yeah, disagree with and that no, a little bit. No, 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 no. I think the way you do it now is very healthy. I think right. you do your morning workout and it's a 20, 30 minute thing. And, you know, there was a time when both of us were like it was ruling our lives mm-hmm. and we weren't any happier for it. You know what no, I mean? That's what we said before. Right. Yeah. Our, our relationship was still in shambles. We were, you know, not spending enough time together. I was feeling constantly like you were just trying to prove something. You were feeling constantly like I was trying to prove something. It did not work for us. A hundred, like I, when I go on the Peloton and I do like a really fun ride with, you know, my favorite instructor, I get off and I'm like, that was fucking great. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Like you like it. It's enjoyable. Listen, working out and doing the things that you want to do. Absolutely. Awesome. And there was a part of me that like running a marathon, I kind of want to do that again one mm, day. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, but after the kids are out of the house, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. do it all you That's want. That's what I said. <laughs> when maybe when I'm 60 or whatever right. and I have the time or whatever, there were parts of it that I loved, but those weren't the parts that I concentrated on. Even when I was like, I was a, a, on a really good field hockey team growing up. And I remember in the back of my mind, it was always, oh my God, I'm going to be so thin. Oh my God, I'm I'm going to be so toned. Oh, I look so good. I loved playing field hockey. I loved it. When you and I played tennis, I loved yeah, playing tennis. That was fun. But 75% of my brain was, oh, I'm going to look so good. 
And that takes the enjoyment out of it. Yeah, it does. I want to do these things. I never thought that once playing tennis. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Right? Like, I'm sure when you played soccer when you were younger, there wasn't any part of you that afterwards that was like coming home and looking in the mirror like, damn, I toned up. No, I went to McDonald's and had like three cheeseburgers. And I did not. And, and eight, 18 McNuggets and, and Coke. That's, that's the difference. Right. That's the difference is that 75% of it was, God, I, I'm going to be so small. I'm going to look so good. I'm going to be so toned. I'm going to be so fit. And I'm like, what wasted energy. Mm -hmm. I could have just been out there like having a good time. I never have done that with exercise until recently. But I was just going to say, you do now. I do now. Yeah. Right. But then there's the other side of it, which is, okay, if I do that, I'm facing the backlash of, oh, well, she's lazy or... She's doing it, you know, half-assed or she's not motivated or I love to take our dogs to the park. Mm -hmm. I take them off the leash. I walk fast because I like to walk fast. They meet up with me whenever they want. You know, we're lucky we have very good dogs off the leash and I take them way in the back where nobody's there and I am in heaven. And I, I get to the car and I'm sweating, but I'm not like profusely sweating like if I ran a marathon. Nobody but I'm also yeah, not all the same. I'm not <laughs> I'm not hating my life. I'm loving my life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And 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 that's the difference of it. And that was part of the the what we've dealt with through our lives concerning body image is so different. You know, like I went through all that list of things that my body has gone through. And I asked you, I think, in one of the questions, what has your body gone through? What, do you, what does that mean? No, I don't think you did. I think I did. What has my body gone through? Oh, there it is. Yeah, I didn't answer that one. Yeah, exactly. What has it gone through? What has it gone through? Nothing. Just uh, yeah. me torturing it. That's had, what it's gone you through. You had LASIK surgery. <laughs> what? What does that have to do with my body? Exactly. Oh, yeah. You said that in your episode, too. Yeah, I did. <laughs> like, that was your, that's your thing. You had LASIK surgery. I had a vasectomy. For fuck's sake. <laughs> no, but what could my body be going through except for what I put it through? Nothing. And did you listen to the list of things I have gone yes, through? Yes, of course I did. And my friends out there who have gone through endometriosis or IVF or... Uh, God knows, cancer or breast cancer or, you know, mastectomies or just ovarian cysts or bed rest or all the things that we women go through. And then well, we... Well, wait a minute. That's not fair to say. I mean, men go through, I haven't, but men go through things like cancer and they go through, you know, all those things too. I mean, and Yes. And women do with all the other shit that you guys don't. I'm, yeah. This is not you a You don't get your period. When yeah, you, well, you just made it. No, I just want to make sure that you understand. I mean, I understand that. go through things. Humans go through of cancer. Of course. Absolutely. But without all of that, forget cancer, forget, you know, heart attacks, forget all of that stuff. All the normal everyday things that. There's nothing normal in everyday. That's, my, that's what I was saying. About what yeah. women go through. No, no, no. What I was saying was the the non-cancerous things, the non, you know, those kinds of things. Yes, we, and we, we don't are have... expected to suck it up. Okay. Just suck it up and live. You know, from the time I was twelve years old, and I had periods, and I would go into the bathroom, and I would be like, "Oh shit! Did I bring another pad with me? Do I have another pad? Am I going to bleed through? I have cramps, but yet I can't go home because I have a math test eight period, eighth period, and you know, and and 
all the times, even though I know a lot of it was my OCD. Am I pregnant? What am I going to do? How are we going to handle it? Like all of those things of the birthing experiences and you just being able to be on the sidelines and be like, okay, I'm going to go eat a sandwich because that's what you did. Like, and I'm sitting there having a traumatic birth experience and if something happens and it's wrong, it's my shame, not your shame. It's my shame because it came out of my body. And all of the things that we deal with. And to a certain point, I'm like, why do I have to now, like at what point do I get to say like, fuck, Mm -hmm. I, you want to talk about marathons, my body has gone through 300 marathons worth. I don't know how, I don't know how many men, like uh, periods you get in your lifetime or whatever, but you know, like I, uh, like a woman will get her period and, and, and be in a bad mood and need candy or whatever it is, or we need to be in bed or whatever. And, you know, and, and the partner says like, Oh, not again, you know, or, Oh, I didn't need to hear that or whatever, but we're living it. What do you mean? Like, who says, oh, not again? Come on. When you, I get my period, you're like, you get a little bit like, oh, here we go. N- not for real. Okay, like, but come on. Not for real, but we're still hearing uh, about it. Not real. Do I really say, like, do I really come down on you because you got your period? For so- sometimes you would be like, oh, God, here we go. Or, you know, oh, that explains it. Or not like. I'm so sorry. You recently have started saying that. Like, oh, what? I'm so sorry you're feeling like that. Yeah, if I have, I have cramp- Yeah, yeah, you recently have. You have. But <laughs> there was a long time that you didn't. And those are things that are just like, oh, they're supposed to suck it up and whatever. And like people still, we still go to the gym. We still run marathons. And God forbid you're bleeding during the marathon. And people are like, ew, that's disgusting. I just had a talk with our middle son about the fact that he said he came into my room in the morning and he saw a tampon in the toilet and he was pissed. And I was like, number one, that's my fucking toilet. Why you're getting pissed is ridiculous. And number two, that's okay. Like you just, you flush it. That's it. You don't get mad. You flush it. <laughs> well, we have septic, so it's not okay. But what I'm saying is that like, you can't come, we can't compare journeys, right? Like it's Understood. just completely yes. different. And so, for your body and what, you know, what you go through in my body and what I go through is so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing to say. You, I mean, you kind of shut me up on that one and I agree with you. I just want to make sure, like my whole thing was, I just want you to be you. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like, I didn't want that to be the next thing. Like, oh, but I've, you know, been doing this for so long and I've taken care of the kids for so long and it's... I knew that wasn't going to happen. But do you hear those words coming out of your mouth? Does that even make sense? No, it doesn't. But right. It just, I'm just, I'm telling you. like that. But that just, just goes to show how judgmental the world is. Like, okay, we're gaining weight, so we're going to stop taking care of our kids and we're going to stop, you know, living life the way we were or whatever. One is not even a tiny ounce compatible with the other. Mm-hmm. One has nothing to do with the other. In fact, I, I'm going to live more. I am what going to mean? live more. I am going to live more freely. I'm going to feel like I can go to the beach and wear a bathing suit and be with my kids. Whereas before, I wouldn't have. Because I didn't like the way I looked in a bathing suit. I'm going to go on vacation with you and enjoy it. 
and and I don't know have sex in the morning because oh really I'm kind of hoping so well there you go yeah. you know all the things that I have restrained myself from because I'm told I'm not worthy by who society okay you everybody what do you mean me what what, you haven't told me anything contradictory i that's not fair okay i i disagree completely i disagree completely okay i think the fact that i don't know how you felt about my body is very problematic and i think a lot of the women will agree out there we should not uh, when i have been thin i have heard from you how hot i am Okay, and this goes back to what you said before. You don't do that for me, and you're saying I don't do that for you, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of just been, this is marriage. We're married 20 years. We don't we get into this flow. Like, we both don't do those things, Maybe. right? You don't do it, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So this is not a one-way street here. Right. I am not the bad guy. This mm-hmm. is not, what? A little bit. Okay, so then you're the bad girl. Like, then what's the difference? I realize it's a two-way street, but I also know that you are way more likely to tell me how hot I am when I am thin. All right. Well, maybe have you said those things to me in the past too when I was looking better, I think? No, I didn't like you. Mm. We weren't friends. But you've said nothing since, so. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Fuck right, it's fair. Um, there's a lot more. Yeah, like, no, we had to keep going. Fun st- no, 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 I don't think we can. Not for this episode. But there's good stuff, complimentary stuff. I think we should do it for the next episode. Okay, That'll let's be fun. do it for next week. Yeah, it'll be sure. a fun, like, let's love each other episode. Mm-hmm. Why do we love each Like, what do we love about each other kind of thing? I love it. Right? Yes, I hope everybody at home will do that too. Yeah. Absolutely. Good idea. Okay. All right. Anything? Yeah, rate and review. Please, please rate and review. Um, and also, um, we're going to have a voicemail, right? When are we? Are we not talking about that yet? No, we, we, uh, you can. I don't, do you have the number? I don't, no, I don't have the matter. number. All right, we'll talk about yet. it next week. Yeah, because we right. have to set up a whole voicemail but thing. But please go rate and review. Please, please. This was not easy. This has not been an no. easy topic to cover, and we're really trying to do it justice. So thank you. Yeah, and I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> And I think you're beautiful. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I think you're very handsome. <laughs> bye, All guys. All right, bye.